Aren't you glad to be in his presence? Last week we began laying a little groundwork for where we're going for the next several weeks. You know I'm not a serious preacher, but I've had it laid on my heart to deal with some pretty tough things and pretty straight things and pretty needed things, ignored things. Church world has ignored the things of, of the spirit. Of the, well, let me say it a different way, of the spiritual. And because of that, we're less than we could be, less than we should be, Word of God declares something very interesting to me. God said, my people perish. Why? Lack of knowledge. The world is perishing. You understand that. He said, my people You say, well, that was the Old Covenant. He was talking about the Jews. I, well, I read in the New Testament where the true children of Abraham are the ones that accept Jesus Christ. Hello? I don't have time to preach that this morning because i got to get to something else. But if that struck you wrong, you could, I, I believe you can cover that probably in the book of Galatians would do part of it. But it says the true Jew, the true children of Abraham are, the, are the, the ones that accept Jesus Christ. And if you don't believe that, I know he tells that, that the natural olive branch being the, the nation of Israel, the Jewish people, he says that I've been grafted in. So what was for them is for me. And so it's still, that's my people. Oh, I get, I get disturbed by people that don't want to accept that all scripture is inspired and it's profitable for doctrine. Because if you don't believe that, you can't even quote 2 Chronicles 7.14. What does that say? You know what it says. It says, if my people. Now, I, that's old covenant. I know that it was written, it was, that it was uh, written to the, to the Jews. But I, 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 but I, in a world of identity politics... I identify as a child of God. And if so, I identify as his people. Yeah, hey, y'all been awake all morning. You might as well be awake right now. I am a child of God. So if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he says, then I'll hear from heaven. I'll forgive their sins. I'll heal their land. I'm just talking about my people for a second. He said, my people perish. Why? See, there's been a lie that circulated the world all of my life. And yours too, because you're the one that told me. If you're older than me, I got it from you. Oh, now you're already nervous. I learned it from somebody. Let, let me talk about things I learned from people. A picture is worth... See, I learned that from you. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but that's a lie. That's a lie. Jesus told you it was a lie. He said, you, he said, you say, the, word, the law says thou shalt not kill, but I say. When you speak, he talked about your tongue that can murder. 
So sticks and stones won't only, will break your bones, but words will cut your throat. So that's a lie. Now I've already forgot the lie I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, I remember. My, my people perish, why? But I always heard that ignorance was... See? See? You taught me. Somebody taught us that. Well, I, it just occurs to me, I'll rattle your cage, I'll upset you. We think it's funny and giggle, and it is kind of funny, and we know it was innocent. At least I hope it was. But can I tell you something that's really interesting this morning? Because we, 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 we obviously all knew all that. So we've been taught. How many know that doctrines means teaching? I'm asking you. Do you know that the word doctrine means teaching? Teachings, yes? And if it's wrong, in fact, opposite of what the Scripture says, it's, it's wrong. Hello? It just occurs to me that all that little funny stuff we giggle about, it's not a stretch, it's right. You ready for it? Brace for it. You ready for it? You ready? That's doctrines of devils. If the, if the society has been taught ignorance is bliss, but the word says my people perish for a lack of knowledge, and we've obviously all been taught that because we all can repeat it back. If, we all, if a society has been taught sticks and stones may break my bones, but words could never hurt me, but we know that Jesus said that the tongue can kill. We know Old Covenant tells us that life and death is in the power of the tongue then I can boldly tell you this morning that all those things we laugh about, thankfully we're laughing about it and we haven't taken it too seriously, is doctrines of devils. Teachings of devils. Because it's not true. Oh, I didn't, I, I, this is just, this is just, didn't, this is just me and you. Doctrines of devils. And the key to it, the reason we can laugh about it is we haven't given heed to it. But there's a lot of things going on in this world today that they're doctrines of devils. Paul said in, the second, in his first letter to Timothy, chapter 4, he says, the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith. I'm going to let you deal with that language. It's going to challenge some people's doctrine. That in the latter times, some will depart from the faith. Why? How? Giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. You live in a spiritual world. I live in a spiritual world. It's all spiritual. 
John chapter 16, Jesus is speaking in verse 13. He says, how, he said, well, let's go to 12. He says, I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Bear there means understand. You cannot understand them now. He's talking to his disciples. You're not understanding it yet. They hadn't seen it. You're not going to understand it. He says, however, how's that word? Y'all know I, I love words. Why do I love words? You know, because words matter. He says, I got many things to say. You can't understand them now. He said, this is red. However, when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. Did you hear that? Can I ask you a question just as before we move along? Who's the spirit of truth? Who's he speaking about? The Holy Spirit. He says, however, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. You know the Holy Spirit still shows you things to come. He shall glorify me, he, the Holy Spirit, shall glorify me, Jesus, the speaker. Yes? For he shall receive mine and shall show it to you. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he shall guide you into all truth. He will speak of not of himself. He'll speak only what he hears. He'll speak of Jesus. Because you know why he's going to speak of Jesus? Because Jesus is the truth. His word, and Je Jesus is the word, and Jesus is truth. Yes? Well, I can tell you the psalmist says thy word is truth. Hello? Thy word is truth. John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Verse 14 says, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus said of himself, he said, I am the way. I am what? Not truth. I'm, I'm the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man, what, comes to the Father but through me. Same chapter, he says, and you shall know the truth. Who's he, what's that? Him, his word. You shall know the truth and what? The truth shall make you free. Still talking of himself, he said, and whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Just a couple weeks ago in 2 Chronicles, I read to you an account. Let's look there. 2 Chronicles chapter 18. 2 Chronicles chapter 18. Verse 
Verse 16, and said, and then and he said, and he said, I will see all of Israel scattered upon the mountains as sheep that has no shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master, let him turn therefore to every man to his house in peace. And the king of Israel, that was Ahab, said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell you that he would not prophesy good to me? Now what has just happened? What has just happened is Ahab had hundreds of prophets that said, hey, go to battle, you're going to win. And Jehoshaphat says, is there not anybody that has anything else to say other than these hundreds of prophets that you've got on your payroll? Hello? He said, oh, there's one, but I can't stand him. Why? Turn it off, please. Why can I not stand him? Because he always, he, he doesn't prophesy the things I want to hear. It was hundreds to one. He said, well, let's hear from him. He says, the house of Israel is going to be scattered like sheep without a shepherd. He said, see, I told you. King of Israel said, see, I told you that he would not prophesy good things to us? One. It was one. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, did I not tell you that he would not prophesy good to me but evil? Oh, that's interesting. Because we know what the Lord says about those who call evil good and good evil. He says, woe unto them. And he said, therefore, hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting upon his throne and all the host of heaven standing at his right hand and on his left. Picture it. Are you with me? And again, I said, therefore, hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne. And how many of the hosts of heaven? All of the hosts of heaven standing on his right hand and on his left. Let me give you a little heads up right here because I'm fixing to blow some people's minds. Some of you already know because I've taught on it a little bit. But all the host of heaven means all. And you're going to find out, just like in Job, Satan come right up to God. Said, what are you, and God said, what are you doing, Satan? He said, I'm going about looking. Have you considered my servant Job? That's twice. It happened twice. Just write it down so you can reference it later because some of you is already thinking I'm a heretic. Go and find out that it's in, it's in Revelation chapter 12. It's in Revelation chapter 12 when, when the enemy, the dragon, old Slewfoot, is once and for all kicked out of the presence of God, out of heaven. You know, that didn't write the book. I'm fixing to prove it. And that says that all the host of heaven come on his right. The righteous were on his right always. I mean, you know, when he separates sheep from goats, the sheep are going to be on his right hand. The goats are going to be on his left hand. This is all the host of heaven came and stood in the heavens. It says on his right hand and on his left hand. I got to hurry. Say, so you're always in a hurry. I said, I'm always needing to give you something. It's more than I can give you, but you got to have it to get the rest. Are you with me so far? 
We don't allow rocks in here, Brother Bray, because I'd get stoned a lot of times before I got to the good stuff. That's true. He said, I saw all the hosts of heaven standing at its right hand and on its left. And the Lord said, listen to this question. Are you ready? Who shall entice King Ahab of Israel that he may go up and fall? That's be killed at Ramoth Gilead. Do you notice who asked the question? God, who shall go up and entice King Ahab of Israel that he should go up and fall and be killed at Ramoth Gilead? And one spoke, listen, watch carefully. And one spoke saying after this manner and another after that manner. Who's speaking? Who's the one after this manner and the one after that manner? Spirits. The host of heaven. What would that include on the right? It would include Gabriel and Michael and all the angelic host, the cherubim, the seraphim, all the righteous angelic beings. On the left, it would include Lucifer, all the principalities, all the powers, all the rulers of the darkness of this world, all the spiritual wickedness. Where are they at? I mean, where are the spiritual wickedness? Where do they dwell? According to Ephesians. Where are they? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness. Where? High places. Everybody thinks they're all in hell. That's not what the Bible says. Devil's not in hell sitting on a hot rock. He's, he's all over the world spreading hate, spreading hate and discontent. And all, and, all, and all of his minions are doing his bidding. That they're, they're working against you. Where, I, I, I'll tell you about the accuser because it says he's in the heavens accusing us day and night. Is that the word or is it not the word? Oh, I, I, I think I've got you. He says that another, I said, and, and one was saying, that's not God. It's not the one. It's, it says he will go and they're, begin, they're having a discussion in the heavens. Hello? And one said to another after this and after that manner. And then there came out a spirit. Let me help you with that. That's a demonic spirit. And stood before the... Oh my goodness. Where is he at? He stood before the Lord. And he said, I will entice him. And the Lord said to him, with which? What's he asking? With what? How are you going to do it? And he said, who's the he? The Spirit. Said, I will go and be a lying spirit. So let me help you with something. God cannot lie. So it's not God. So it's not the Holy Spirit. Because he's this, John chapter 16 tells you he's the spirit of truth. It's not the holy angels. Why? 
Because they're holy. He says, I will go and be a lying spirit of all his prophets. How many of his prophets? Ahab's prophets? Because the subject is Ahab. Remember, he was going to entice Ahab. And he said, they talked about it. And one steps forward, says, I'll do it. And God says, how? Now, God knows everything. I think that's interesting that God asked him how. When God asks questions, he's never seeking information. I think that's interesting. He said, I will go and be a lying spirit. I never saw, I've, I've studied this many times, and this is the first time this week I ever saw he, that, he declared, that he decided what kind of spirit he would be. This demon spirit. This time, he's a lying spirit. Because he said, I will go and be a. He didn't say, I'm a lying spirit and I'll go. The words matter. He said, I will go and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. This is a real interesting time to tell you that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. This is a perfect example of how you need to understand it. That the prophets were men. The false prophets were men. They don't have the ability to convince Ahab of anything. They're men. What happened was is that a lying spirit went and, and, they, and they yielded to it and operated in a lying spirit with a, under the influence of a lying spirit. Are you with me? He said, I will go and be a lying spirit in the mouths of all, how many of his prophets, of the false prophets? All of them. All false prophets are liars. All of them. And there's a lot of them. And the Lord said, we're back to God. You shall entice him. And you shall also prevail. Go out and do even so. That's very interesting. God recruited them. He asked the question. One of them stepped forward. He said, I'll do it. I'll go be a lying spirit. And God said, yep, you'll do it. And you're going to be successful. You will prevail. Now go. It's a good time to tell you that whether it's hard to get your mind around sometimes, but it's a really good time to point out that all power is in his hands. All power is in his hands. Somebody read it again. The Lord said, he said, who will go, I'm taking volunteers, and prevail against Ahab, that, I, that, he'll get, that he'll get killed in battle. By the way, God's plan was for Ahab to get killed. <laughs> that, don't that knock your hat in the creek? It was God's plan, because he didn't ask him what, he, what the result needed to be. He said the result is, is that Ahab is going to go into battle and get killed. That is the result. Oh, I got to hurry. And he took volunteers and he said, I'll be a lying spirit. He said, yeah, you will. And you will prevail. Go. All power is in his hands. And therefore the Lord 
has put a lying spirit in the mouth of these prophets. How did the Lord put? Have you ever been confused about how an evil spirit from God came upon Saul? He just explained it. Are you mesmerized or think I'm a false prophet? Is it dealing with everything you've ever thought, ever believed? This is according to the word of God. You say that's Old Testament. I explained to you last week when it comes to, to, to the spiritual, the demon spirits, that the greatest, that one of the, the greatest marvels of when the Son of God was made manifest says that the, for this cause the Son of God was made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. When he went, everywhere he went, when he, when he came into his ministry, some of the first things you see, particularly in the book of Mark, he accounts, he, he, he writes the accounts quite graphically that everywhere he went, that the demon spirits, the demon possessed, the demon oppressed, that the spirits knew who he was. And Jesus said, shut up. Shut up. But when he began to cast them out, the people marveled because it had, they had never seen it. You won't find one account in the Old Covenant where anybody was delivered from evil spirits. Not one. You say, well, Saul was delivered from evil. No, David's worship silenced Saul's demon spirits. But Saul's demon spirits drove him to suicide is what happened. Hello. Can I tell you before we dig any further, can I give you the answer right up front? Caleb or Brandon, you ready? Before we go any further, I want somebody to understand right now and for the next however many weeks we are on these subjects, before we, lest, lest we, you think we're given the, the evil, lying enemy and his minions any glory, you need to know something today, and that is this, that Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. Always has been, he is today, and he always will be. Why? Because Jesus Christ, the same, yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, Jesus Christ, the same, yesterday, today, and forever. We are in the same battles that, that, that mankind has been in since the day that Adam fell. Somehow we think that whenever the gospel came to America that all the demons died. And that the battle changed. And Dr. Dumbbell taught us that God in his power ended in the apostolic age. So either the demons died with them or he gave them the power to cast out devils. That he gave them the authority to deal with the demonic realm and left us out. Or Dr. Dumbbell is wrong. That God's power is still for you and it's still for me. His power comes through the spirit of truth and it's the power of God and it comes through Jesus Christ. Jesus is the answer. If you're in torment today, Jesus is the answer. If you can't sleep at night, 
Jesus is the answer. If you can't, if you can't, if you're full of anxiety, Jesus is the answer. If you don't know how to, if your relationships are broken because of sin, Jesus is the answer. If your mind is tormented, we use the word today, we're trying to counsel and medicate what the word of God and the early church cast out. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. Come on, church. Jesus is the answer. Now I'm going to blow somebody's mind. I got you to put your rocks under your seat, and now you're going to wish you had them back. Because I got to tell you something. Everyone, say it with me. That's not good enough. Everyone. is affected by demon spirits. Everyone. Oh, credential committee are going to call me in the morning. And I'm going to tell them everyone is affected by demon spirits. Some more than others. Some of you got that. I've been before the Sanhedrin before. I know them. Got to hurry. Everyone, everyone, born again believer, blood washed, water baptized, spirit filled. Walking in the power of God, but strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And guess what? Everyone is still affected by demon spirits. Everyone, let me say it a different way. Everyone deals with demon spirits. Now that's not the same thing. Oh, I introduced you that my people perish for a lack of knowledge. This is what people don't know. This is what God's people don't know or refuse to accept or been taught the wrong way. And by the way, that's doctrines of devils. If the devil can convince you that the devil don't exist, he's done his greatest work he's ever done. Think about it. If, he can get, if, if, if something that is again, it's there to destroy you can, can convince you that it doesn't exist, Everyone is affected by demon spirits. Everyone deals with demon spirits. Now listen to this. You ready? How you deal, I said you're all affected, and we all deal with. Are you ready? How you deal with demon spirits determines how you are affected by Demon spirits. Do I need to say all that again? Everyone deals with, everyone is affected by demon spirits. Everyone deals with demon spirits. How you deal with demon spirits 
determines how you are affected by demon spirits. If you entertain them, you will be seduced by them. I came to talk to you just a few minutes about a lying spirit. God is light and in him there is no darkness. Neither is there shadow of turning. If I said God is good, you'd say all the time. And if I said all the time, you'd say God is good. In him is light. He, God is light. It's not in him. He is light. And in him there is no darkness. Neither is there shadow of turning. Talking about lying spirits. The Bible declares to you that, that the enemy Satan, he is a liar. Are you with me? And he's the father of most lies. No. Satan is a liar. And he's the father of all lies. All of them. Let me say, let me remind, his language is lies. Every lie you've ever fell for came from a lying spirit. That means a Christian's going to have to deal with the fact that, that he's, that he's oh, been overwhelmed in a lie before. Mm. Because it didn't come from God. Why is it 5 to 12? We're not leaving at 12, you already know that, but still, why is it 5 to 12? Can I ask you a question? Anybody ever dealt with compulsion? Me too. Anybody ever dealt with compulsion? There's been times when I just lied. You did too. Don't look at me like that. There's been times when you just lied. You just did it. You chose to. Don't lose me now. You're at the best part. I've, all I've done was lay the groundwork so I, can, so I can preach to you and teach you something this morning so you can walk in victory. All right. Jesus is the answer. I've already given you the, I've already given you the, the climax. Now I've got to talk to you. I want to be, I, we're here to be real this morning. The next however many weeks that we're going to teach on all this stuff, it's not so you can know and glorify the, the, the dark underworld. It's so you can know the tricks of the devil. It's so you can understand his schemes. It's so I can give you his playbook. It's so that the word can reveal to you the, that, that, that you live in a spiritual world and that Christians, the best among us, are affected and have to deal with it. And how we deal with it is how it will affect us. Now I'm body, soul, and spirit. I understand that there's the spirit of the that there's a spirit of God. I understand that I have a spirit, so there's the spirit of man, and I understand that we deal with all kinds of spirits. There's just been times when you know I got in trouble with mama, and mama said, Did you do it? I just said no. That was me. 
Devil didn't make me do it. Who, 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 who was that? That's even older than me. Somebody's old enough. The devil made me do it. Who was that? Flip, thank you. I knew there was somebody older than me in here. Devil didn't make me do it. I just did it. But how many of you ever, how many of you have ever told something a lie or say it what it is? It wasn't true. And when you said it, you think, why did I say that? You didn't make a decision to say that. You were overwhelmed. Something. Something, if you will, came over you. Y'all's looking at me like I'm crazy. Because I've said many times, I said, something just came over me. I can't find the spirit of slap in the Bible, but I think it's there. No, this is good. This is better than good. This will, this will cause you to walk in victory. As we walk through, you will begin to understand what you're dealing with. You, and you will begin to understand that you are dealing with it. And that you've got to deal with it. Can I ever, how many, born, I'm going to talk to the born again. It, you're saved and you know it. If you're saved and you know it, clap your hands. Thank you. You're who I'm talking to. You are who I am talking to. One more time. If you're saved and you know it, clap your hands. All right. Just in case you missed it the first time. Everybody that just participated in our little exercise, have you ever had days, moments, weeks, months, some of you lifetimes? You're saved and you know it. How many of you have dealt with, nobody loves you? Nobody loves you. That's a lie. Because for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Greater love has no man than this. To lay down his life for a friend. God commended his own love towards me that while I was yet a sinner. Hallelujah. You just clapped your hands. You're saved and you know it. When that comes to you, says you're worthless. That is a lying spirit. That is a lying spirit. That is a literal demon from the pits of hell that's been assigned to you in that moment to try to get you to believe something that is not true. That, oh, I'm going to hammer on this stuff a while. That is why he says taking every thought into captivity that exalts itself about the knowledge of God. What's the knowledge of God? Let me help you. If I don't get past one thing, what's the knowledge of God? The knowledge of God is that man was fallen in need of a Savior. If it had just been me, he'd have still came. The knowledge of God is that God loved us 
with an un, an everlasting love. The knowledge of God is that he loved the world so much that he was willing to give his best. The knowledge of God is before I knew I wanted him that he did it anyway. The knowledge of God is that God is love. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 8. And that love never fails. The knowledge of God is God has not given me a spirit of fear. But a spirit of power. A spirit of love and a sound mind. Casting down imaginations. And every high thing. Every thought that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. As a believer, you have the authority and the power to say, that is a lie. Oh, my goodness. Where Have you missed it? Jesus is the answer. When you got saved, washed you in his precious blood, he gave you the power, according to John, he, said, he says, as many as received him, gave him, them the power to become a child of God. When I become a child of God, uh, the, 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 the God of the universe, the omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing, unstoppable, all-sufficient, well, that's one of our problems. We still believe God's omnipresent. He's everywhere. We still believe he has all power. We, we just no longer believe that he's enough. He's all sufficient. He told us to cast it down. He didn't say call the preacher. He didn't say, now I'm not disparaging prayer, hear me, because you're going to have to pray to have all this stuff. You got to humble yourself and pray. Seek my face. You got to know who you are. You know, do you know why you need the word? You need to know who you are. Amen. You, know, you, know, you know why you need the word? You need to know who you are. If you don't know who you are, if your word doesn't define who you are, the devil will. He'll say, you're all right, but you're probably not good enough. Yeah. Woo! He'll say, yeah, you're, you're all right. Some people, he'll never convince them. Or some people, he'll convince them, you all that. Amen. That's a lying spirit, too. You all that. I mean, you are the best. Ain't nobody smarter than you. There ain't nobody better looking than you. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. Can't wait to get to the mirror. I get better looking each day. To know me is to love me. I must be one awesome guy. Heck of a man. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble. But I'm doing the best that I can. Yeah. Guess what? 
That's a lying spirit. And it has to be cast down. It has to be cast down. It has to be cast down. It's exalted itself above the knowledge of God. Because I remember another guy one time that said, I will ascend into the heavens. I will be like the Most High. But I heard Jesus, that's the answer, said, Satan, I saw you fall like lightning to the earth. You know what he did when he exalted himself above the knowledge of God? He cast him down. That's right. There's a time to pray and there's a time to do. There's a time. You've got to know the word to know who you are. Jesus said, the thief cometh not, but to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I am come that you might have life. Woo! And have it more abundantly. See, there's something that people don't know. You can have life and still be miserable. There's Christian. We just have. If, if, you're happy if you're if you're if you're saved and you know it. You just clap your hands. And I know people that are on their way to heaven, but they're miserable in this life. I want to be able to sing, I'm on my way to heaven. And the journey gets sweeter every day. Walking with Jesus. Talking with Jesus. All along the way. My soul gets so happy that I smile and I shout night and day. Why? Because I'm on my way to heaven. And the journey gets sweeter every day. Yeah. See, you can be set, you can have life and be beat to the ground because you don't know who you are and you believe every lying spirit that whispers in your ear. He'll tell you, nobody wants you. And I want to tell you something, I'm not going to get into it today, but a lying spirit will always work in coordination with another spirit. You say, is that true? Well, I know Legion had 5,000. If a lying spirit can convince you that you're worthless, if a lying spirit can convince you nobody loves you, if a lying spirit, he can at least hold you down and keep you from your destiny, keep you from doing the things from God, keeping you from living a victorious life. But if you can really get in your mind, because that's where it's at. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Gird up the loins of your mind. Be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. If that lying spirit can get a hold of your mind, he'll start working with that spirit of death. Amen. That spirit of death will say, the world would just be better off if you just end it all. Right. See, that lying spirit will start working with that spirit of death. By the way, these spirits that I'm talking about are all named in the Word of God. You need to learn something when you read the Word of God that says a spirit of. You know what it's talking about? A spirit of. It's talking about a, a literal demon spirit. 
Well, Christians don't deal with, with, the, with the, then why did he say we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against, against powers, against spiritual wickedness, or against the rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. Why did he tell us where the fight was? And then since you know that, stand. Stand having your, your, waist, gird, your loins girded about with truth. Having a breastplate of righteousness, a helmet of salvation. Feet shod with the preparation of the, preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, the shield of faith and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Always pray. And why would he tell us that? Why, you know why I need armor on the outside? To keep the devil from getting on the inside. <laughs> That's not hard. Why, do I, why is it above all the shield of faith? It says to quench the fiery darts of the enemy. What is that? He's shooting at us. How does he shoot at us? Why is the shield of faith above all? Because that armor is to keep what's on the outside from getting on the inside, but that shield of faith is to keep what is to keep it from even getting to the armor. Did you hear that? The shield of faith, that's why it's above all. It's to keep, it's to keep the fiery darts from even getting to the armor. Oh, that's better preaching than you're learning. You've never had Satan deal with you. No, you haven't. I doubt it very seriously. The only person I see in the Bible that dealt with Satan himself was Job and Jesus. That's it. Jesus is baptized in the river Jordan, came out of the Spirit, the Spirit descended on him as a dove. Immediately the Spirit led him in the wilderness and he met Satan head on. I don't find anybody else. I don't even know that Job dealt with him direct. I just know the accuser came now asked for Job, and God gave him up. Actually, God suggested him. Doesn't say, it doesn't even say Satan done it. And how do I know that, that, that he's not omnipresent? He can't be everywhere. There's billions of people. And I think if the Apostle Paul didn't get him, you probably didn't either. You didn't. I'm trying to hurry. Not too hard, but trying. I remember testimony service. How remembers old, old enough to remember testimony service? There's a reason we don't have testimony service. We let people testify every now and then, but we don't have testimony service. There's a reason we don't have testimony service. The devil, he's been after me all week. Oh, bless his holy name. We'll all testify that, that, that something's been after us, but, we, but we, then when we talk about how to deal with it, we say Christians don't deal with that. That's a lie. It's a lying spirit. Yep. Now, I've already covered some things are just you. I ask you about, have you, really, I'm, I'm, I'm closing. Brandon can come play something. It makes people feel better. <laughs> I always say that gives, you know, gives people hope. <laughs> Paul said, I was given. I was given a messenger from Satan. Go look up messenger. You're going to find out it means angel. I was given a fallen angel. I mean, that's, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. You think these little demon spirits that run around and torment you or something... Paul got principalities. He said, I was given a messenger from Satan to buffet me 
You know that word buffet means to strike me in the eye, to strike me in the face. It wasn't a, it wasn't a rub. Don't worry, I'm not going to hit you in the face. Thank you. I was given a messenger from Satan to... Day and night. 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 Paul also said I, Paul also said I had to buffet myself. My flesh. Paul's thorn, people have argued over for ages. When it's, it's clearly written that I was given a, 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 what it was. I was, given a, I was given a messenger from Satan to buffet me, a thorn in my flesh. I asked the Lord to remove it. He said, no, three times. Why? He said, my grace is enough. You know what the real answer was? Who, who gave him the thorn? Who gave him, who gave him the messenger? I was given a messenger. I'll submit that it was the same one that took volunteers. Well, they have. Who will go? That said, have you considered Job? God said, Satan, what are you doing while I'm looking about the whole earth? He said, well, have you considered my servant Job? He's a great man, a good man, a perfect man, upright in all of his ways. Have you considered him? Why did God do that? I don't know. He didn't tell me. Job asked over and over and over and over and over, and God didn't answer him. He didn't answer us either in Job. He didn't tell us why. He said, Job, where were you? When I hung the stars in the space. Where were you? When I told the oceans they could only come to right there. Job said, Paul told you the why. He said, I was given a messenger from Satan to buffet me day and night. I begged God to remove it. I didn't want it. God said, no. My grace is sufficient. My grace is enough. Paul said, I, I had it. It stayed with me. Lest I be exalted above measure. You know what he's literally saying? I didn't take it because you need it. Paul, I didn't take it from you because you need it. You're saying God wanted to torture Paul? No, 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 no. Paul knew, God knew as long as Paul had to say, God, I got to have you. God gave him all this knowledge that he had as a Pharisee, and then he, he personally gave him the revelation of the new covenant. Personally. He said, I received it from no one, not, not, not another apostle, not a man. Jesus himself gave me the revelation. Wow. You need it. Because if you don't have it, you won't depend on me. You've got far superior knowledge to anybody in the world because I gave it to you personally. And you'll start thinking it's about you. He told the Corinthians church, he said, when I come to you, I come to you in fear and much trembling. 
He said, I, he said, he just told you, and then I just read, he said, I, I'm not eloquent in my speech, but I am in my knowledge. Did you catch that? I read it to you. He said, I'm not eloquent in speech, but I am in knowledge. He said, I didn't come to you with enticing words of men's wisdom, but in a demonstration of the power of God. We were affected by spirits every day. We deal with spirits every day. How you deal with spirits is how will determine how you're affected by spirits. And Jesus is the answer. I'm discovering one this morning about a lying spirit, a lying spirit, a lying spirit. Somebody needs to hear this this morning. A lying spirit will say, you're better off without your husband. A lying spirit say, your kids will be better off if y'all wasn't together. A lying spirit will say, I've literally heard this. I don't know how many countless times. A lying spirit will say things like, God showed me I was supposed to divorce my husband because he had somebody else for me. I got news for you. If they're married to somebody else, God didn't tell you that. I'm just being practical right now. That's a demon. Has nothing to do with possession. Everybody gets all hung up on possession. It has nothing to do with it. It has to deal with, with what they throw at you. And then it exalts itself above the knowledge of God. You have to take those thoughts captive. You have to cast them down. You have to come at it with truth. Cast it out. You don't have to wait on the preacher. You're born, if, you're, if you're born again, blood washed, take it captive and cast it out. Throw yourself down, Jesus. Because he's given his angels charge over you. Liar. Liar. It is written. You're worthless. God wouldn't have you. It is written. You're the sheep of his pasture. The apple of his eye. That he who knew no sin became sin, that I might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Church, somebody's helped this morning. Somebody, somebody's got knowledge this morning. Somebody's going to apply it this morning. 
and somebody's going to understand that Jesus is the answer. The answer is not another relationship. The answer is not another medication. We're not against, I'm not against doctors. I'm talking about spirit, trying to medicate spiritual things. You can't do it. It can't be done. The, the answer is not to move to another job, another town, another location. You'll be there when you get there, I promise. You'll beat yourself there. Because what you don't deal with, you'll deal with. What you don't deal with, you'll deal with. I'm going to say that one more time. Because a lot of people run from dealing with things. Hello? What you don't deal with, you will deal with. Just lighter and bigger and more destructive. Jesus, stand with me all over this house. Jesus is the answer to a lying spirit. You know why? Because he's the truth. He's not just a truth, he's the truth. He's the way, the truth, and when you have the way and you have the truth, you'll have the life. That's good news. You want to know what's good news? This gospel, that's good news. The good news is that Jesus didn't just get you to heaven. That he's the answer to every question. He's the solution to every problem. Jesus is the answer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit that you've made so evident in this place today. I thank you that you've given us joy in your presence. Lord, I ask you right now to apply the word to our hearts. That we not leave here with just information. But we leave here transformed by the word of God and the power of your spirit. Lord, open the eyes of our understanding that we can see. All across this house, we cast down and cast out the spirit of a liar that comes against our minds, our families, and our hearts.